You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Welcome back to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. We are here, and we have Steve and Vicky with me. Hey, how are you? <laughs> we are back together, uh, getting back on track. After, after having some Thanksgiving and a couple guests. Yes, that's right. It's nice to have the band back together. Yes. The band is back together. Yeah, yeah we're like a Peter, Paul, and Luke. Like yep. to hope opening tonight. Oh, grand opening night. Come on out. It's going to be, we'll be open. bright cold. and merry and cold. By cold, the time you hear this, we will warm. have been out there for a week. Yep. Yep, that's right. And uh, it, it's, it's been a great weekend. It's crazy. Yeah. It's true. And uh, we have just lots of fun things going on in our lives between Christmas gifts for children and the lights and yeah, just the, Christ- the, the Christmas season. I love, I do, I love Christmas. I love, yeah. I love what we get to do at the Father's House. I love Lights of Hope. I'm there, going to be there every night. Um, to see people come out, we think, we're estimating, if it doesn't rain, be rained out, in the six, I think it's 16 nights, isn't it? We're, we're estimating 25,000 people coming out to see two celebrate Jesus's birthday that's what we're saying we have a big sign on the uh, stage that says happy birthday Jesus aren't you happy about that I am I am so glad I am happy <laughs> I am happy about that <laughs> so Tell your we're face. all a little bit tired <laughs> me? I'm smiling like I might feel like my teeth are gonna fall out my ears are gonna fall off his legs will too Smile much, much, much okay. wider. My ears are going to get. We may be a little rummy. Yeah, we're a little tired. We might have been working a little bit hard, but it's going to be fun. Well, so. we were, but I haven't seen you. Yeah. <laughs> I drove a Chico. Yeah, he's been in a building. Oh, he's been yeah. locked in a building doing Christmas for fifteen hundred and fifty-six kids. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Look, and I, great I job, was at Luke. Home Depot and. Uh, in line, someone says, oh, I pulled a tag, and they start Aww. telling me all about it. You know, my wife ran out and bought these gifts. That's awesome. And I said, well, that's great. Out loud, I said, There's, that's only 1555 to go, Dad. <laughs> and someone else goes, well, we did, my family did five. Oh, I said, oh, that's, oh they that's did six. Awesome. I mean, I said, oh, that's 1549 to go. <laughs> and, so, and then Troy Peoples is over here. He says, I think our office took 15. Yeah. I said, okay, well, 1500. <laughs> 1539 and I kept saying the number out loud and it was pretty funny because people wanted to run over and yes I did one oh, I did one that's, that's really it cool. was it that was, was a delightful moment Orville, don't you know? you? That, that's the better story than the story I have about this it's kind of funny so I'll tell it so I was a new bi- businesses host these Christmas trees and ha- have tags on them each tag represents a child and there's this one business that's new and they really want to host a tree and I was like sure you can host a tree and but I just gave them 10 tags because yeah you don't know really they're supposed to guarantee happen. them and they were like, oh, you know, that's awesome. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could just get rid of these 10 tags? <laughs> and I didn't have the heart. I was like, well, I have 1,556 children, and I didn't have the heart to tell them that's less than 1%. <laughs> they were like, they, at least like 15. It was, it was just this. <laughs> so from the height of the low. Bless that business, but by the that way. W- that 1% adds up. That's right. Oh, yeah. If everyone yeah. does 1%, yeah. it only yeah. takes 100 people. But it I was just funny. there's 40 trees in Orville, isn't there? Something like yeah, that, yeah. Amazing. It was just a funny issue. Yeah. She was just so excited about her 10 oh, tags, and I was like, her. yes. That's I mean, wonderful. that's actually big, yeah. It that's was. a big deal. It was just my brain at the moment. It was, was. probably Sears Roebuck or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> but let's uh, let's get into this. So we, we have. Do you know there's no more Sears Roebuck? Isn't that crazy? It doesn't exist. Yeah. 
I don't even know what that is, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, Sears Roebuck went away long Sears. time ago. Oh, Sears. Okay, I do. Yeah. Sears. I, I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm English, though, anyway. Um, yeah, we no, have, you're not. We don't have that where I come from. So. Primark. You sound like Louisiana. <laughs> Somebody asked me if I was Samoan the other day. Samoan. And then I said, because I'm, I said, no, I'm, I'm, my heritage is from uh, Jamaica, and, and they were like, Oh yeah, I can hear that in your voice, and I was like, mm. <laughs> "No, maybe not." I don't. I'm yeah, not sure. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Sure that's true. No, anyway. no, no. Black, <laughs> maybe a little the black person with, with the gifts, right? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. anyway, we let, gotta go. Let's get today's thing. <laughs> Full on English. All right. Today for us, not the release day, but today is uh, December first, and is the first day of the Advent season. And I felt that we would be topical and talk about. Uh, to some of the nativity story. So we're going to mm-hmm. open up to Luke chapter 1, starting in verse uh, 26, and hear about uh, when Gabriel visits Mary. And so I'm going to read. Uh, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at the statement and kept pondering what kind of of salutation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered her and said, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from not her. Not sure that's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> back in, back in what was it, zero, zero uh, time <laughs> in Jerusalem? It or was, they're in Nazareth, I guess, huh? It was A.D. Because it's I mean, it was B.C. BC. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I, I just marvel at that. Um, and Mary said, behold, the bond slave. Behold, the bond slave of the Lord may be done according to your word. I just, I, you know, we're not talking about now and the rampant pregnancy rates, right. and you know, and mm-hmm. but even I mean, now, if you're in, if you're engaged and suddenly you yeah, there are pregnant. no virgins yeah. engaged to a guy named Joseph anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All the way around. Yeah. But I mean, can you imagine her telling people? I mean, what are the odds you're going to believe her? Right. So that's just kind of, I'm kind of incredulous yeah. at her yeah. at her response. Yeah. I am too. Yeah. Good job. What do you think, Steve? I, I just think that the story, from beginning to end, wow, from the earliest incredible. time, you know, to the to the very end with, uh, you know, with the wise men, and even if you carry it out all the way to the twelve year old, everything we know about the child Jesus, you know, yeah. it all goes back for me to before time when, when man has done nothing but sin. One point, God, you know, drowns them all, starts over. Wow. He has them in a start. Well, even going, you know, starts them in a garden where he provides everything and he walks with them and he talks with them. He, he communes with them daily and they 
they they eat from the tree. They had one thing to do, and you know, so it's like Jeez. for him, rebellion is pretty bad. Yeah, and um, it's not. We're so used to being rebelled against. We're so used to being betrayed. So you know, disappointed that it's not. A, we don't even think of it as a big deal anymore. But you go all the way back. You know where the thing that caused Jesus to have to come for this to even happen, and go. He drowned them all, mm-hmm. and then started over with eight, and then he. Picked a, he said, okay, I'll pick a couple of them to try to help. I'll have a covenant with them. And they kept doing what's evil in the sight of the Lord, and again what's evil in the sight of the Lord, yeah. and again and again and wow. again what's evil in the sight of the Lord. And then, you know, you, you have this day arrive. And it's very, very clear. Nothing was going to change them. They were going to fall to the nature of man. He's common denominator. And you're going to look at the nature of man. And there's a few that were really good in there. There was Enoch who walked with God and was no more. There was, you know, Elijah taken up in the chariot. And there was, you know, there were there was just a, a just a stream of them that were good, but that's such a tiny percentage, you know. Right. That God could have drowned us all again. And this time drowned us all. Let, wow. Let's give the lions a chance to rule the world. You know, yeah, let's give the good. gorillas a chance to rule the world because mm. these guys didn't do it very well. But instead, he made a plan to purchase us back to him, to make a make that old four spiritual laws thing with God's the bridge. You know, Jesus is the bridge between man and God. Mm. He provided a bridge. And so there's this chasm between us that he's looking for people to love and love him in return. He'll, he gives his love first, and he's not asking us to love him without anything. He gives his love first and asks us to love him in return. And it, there's just chasm because we won't do it. We as a human race won't do it as a group. And so Jesus, the, the plan of God is to become a man and pay the penalty for our unwillingness, pay the penalty for our rebellion, pay the penalty for us falling short, and... This is the beginning of that penalty being paid. That sentence of our, that of our crimes, he comes and serves that sentence and pays that cost. And the birth of Jesus, the Christmas season, is this most amazing decision. Instead of floating down from heaven, like he le- later leaves, floats up. Hmm. So it's not far-fetched to think he would come that way. Wow. Leave and come in the same way so that everybody can see and know who you are. And um, so this, this is like such a, a, a pondering point to just sit. Why did you come as a baby? So good. Why did the body you would inhabit grow in a womb? Why didn't they just come around a corner one day and there's a baby on the steps? <clears throat> Where did this baby come from? He came through the birth canal. He came through the growth in the womb, the development of the womb. And this whole process where he did it, he wanted us to know that he did it like us. And the, this pregnancy of Mary's and this, these reactions of Mary's, then later the reaction of Joseph that the Lord spoke to him and he's just obedient. These are the good guys, you know. Yeah. These are the good guys. And I love the thing is the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And, and it uses... I. I I followed you, so um, where is that? Verse 34. 35, sorry. The angel answered, Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. You know, that overshadow you, you know. You have to understand these wordings here. 
make it clear God did not have sex with Mary to produce a baby Jesus. It's mm, good. A Holy Spirit overshadowed her and she became pregnant. It came upon her and overwhelmed her and became pregnant. Did not, did not have, you know, relations with her. And this baby is supernaturally and divinely created. And it really is a virgin birth. And it really should be celebrated. You know, she should be celebrated. She should be honored. What she had to go through giving birth to a baby she knows is something incredible. It tells him in advance who he is. You know, this holy child. And she's going to give birth to him. And then she raises him. And it, uh, how many times does it say, and she pondered these things in her heart? I mean, I don't know what you, you total confusion is what I would call pondering things in my heart then, because, I mean, you're just like, I don't get it. Yeah. How does this 12-year-old teach all these men? Well, God told me he'd be something. I mean, it's like, whoa, just let's stand back and let this play out. He's, we're no longer in charge as parents. He's in charge. Mm -hmm. And I wonder at what point, you know, this is all we can. I just, the choosing of Mary. Man, she must have been something special to be chosen for this. And Joseph, he was something special. To, I mean, he had every right to be embarrassed by it all, to have his, his you know, he may have been a really righteous man, and, and it looks like he has, you know, had mm -hmm. premature sex with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like. And so yeah. uh, that's what I think. I think that's at this really point so far in the story, you know, Christmas is such a special, wondrous time of year. And it is, you know, we, we even as Christians make it about lights and we make it about things because that's what draws crowds. That's what gets people's attention. Right. We have the lights of hope. We're going to bring people out there. We're going to get them looking at all this stuff. But we're going to tell them the reason for the season is Jesus. That's right. and, and, the, and the main thing about Christmas is not just Jesus' birthday. It's the fact that he chose to have a birthday. The fact that he chose to be who he is. That's right. And, and come and live as a man and suffer all the affliction of man. He had to go find the outhouse. When he ate, he had waste. Yeah. When he, when he hit the, that, when the, that mallet hit his finger, it hurt. <laughs> he suffered all that we suffered. He faced all that we faced. Poverty he lived in, he faced it all. The only thing better is he had this overwhelming faith of, of a father in heaven mm -hmm. that hears him and sees him. Yeah. And I would love to be that way. It's really good. You were sharing a message the other day or a class about, you know, how many of us are desperate to hear, you know, a word from the Lord or the word of the Lord, have God visit us and speak to us, right? And, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't help but when I was yeah. reading this earliest day, think about that. And, you know, the, the, the angel comes and gives her the word of the Lord. And I don't think that's quite, you know, what she was expecting or what we expect. But sometimes, you know, we, we want this word that, maybe it's convenient and makes us feel good but often when well, he comes and he speaks it's from a worldly point of view it turned a whole life yeah i think everybody down, you know right? in the stories i was quoting yeah. everybody wants what you know god promised abraham right because i'm going to make you the father of many oh, i'm claiming it you yeah. know mm -hmm. i'm going to give you the land moses i'm going to give you this land yeah. I want it. You know, God's going to give us the land, and they want to name it, claim it. They want to yeah. say, because he said it to Moses, it's mine. Wow. Well, what about Mary? Uh, you know? Or Joseph. Or Joseph, either yeah. one. Yeah. You know, the, Joseph had to raise a son that wasn't his. He later had a bunch more sons with Mary yeah. and daughters. And, uh, but just that idea, you know, God speaks. 
And we all want what God said. And everybody's clamoring. That's why everybody's chasing everything of what God said and why people who are prophetic are so popular in our circles because they, everybody's dying to hear what God said to them individually. And here, what about Mary? Why don't, why don't you want what God said to Mary? You know, <laughs> yeah. you know That's a good point. And uh, why don't, you know, it's like you can't claim what God said to Mary. She's a one and done. Mm-hmm. There's only one Jesus and there's only one virgin birth. And it's what God said to Mary. And we got to catch on to there's There's a voice of God speaking that is to you and me. Mm-hmm. And this one was to her. And he's, I want to hear what he says to me. And I love when this young, this lady, Isabel, comes. She always tells me the same thing. God says, you're his friend. And um, I, I, want the, I want to hear that. Yeah. Oh. You know, I, I, that warms the cockles of my heart. Yeah. I want to hear God say, you're my friend. I'm your, I am yours. You are mine. And um, this is what Jesus makes possible for us Gentiles. It's possible for us to hear the words, you are my friend, in you I am well pleased. I have to go to prepare a place for you, not you, the, not you, the, the you all, I go to, which is what the word means. But I want, that's what Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you all. But... He didn't silence his phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. Anyway... It must be the Lord calling. I, I, um, the thing is that it's 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 it really is the words I go to prepare a place for you all, but we all want to hear the words I go to prepare a place for you, Steve. Right. I go to prepare a place for you, Vicky, and that's what we want. There's a place for me specifically, because I'm because God knows me personally, and this is so personal. He knows her, and she can walk away from this thing marveling. It says she marvels and ponders these things in her heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because God knows you. And he, and he talks to her like knows you. And he talks to Joseph like I chose you. You specifically. I didn't just say, hey, some guy's got to come forward who's volunteering. No, I chose you specifically, Joseph. Wow. I may, he may have even created him for this day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hands, just like he did Adam and Eve, I'm going to take some clay and make a Joseph hmm. so that he can do this thing for me. You know, and I, I sometimes feel left out of that individual because I'm so engrossed in the we, the we, you all. Mm. And this is so precious that the, the, the greatest work ever accomplished on planet Earth mm-hmm. since the creation of Adam and Eve is the birth of Jesus Christ. And it starts here mm. at this pregnancy and at this conception yeah. mm. of Jesus Christ in the womb of his mother. I'm thinking, you know, it's really interesting that I'm kind of going off topic a little bit, but just maybe it's where the Holy Spirit wants to go, but all the places in the, even the New Testament and go back to the Old Testament where the Lord specifically spoke individually to people, Paul on the road to Damascus, you know, Peter, you know, for the Gentiles and just the individual communication. And a lot of it was not like, you know, you're going to be blessed. You're going to do this. Paul's actually was you will be blessed, but and and it's fascinating because I was telling you the other day that Jesus, the Holy Spirit says to to Paul, you won't be harmed, and then what three three um, three lines later he said he was beat right, 
And it was like, wow, that's interesting that, you know, there's individuals mm-hmm. speaking to is us. Corinth, Corinthians? Yeah. And it, it's, it's described in Acts, but it's yes. in the city of Corinth. Yeah. And it's it just all those places in, in, the, in the Bible where God actually literally spoke individually to people. Mm-hmm. But most of the time they weren't. I'll give you the land from here to here and here mm-hmm. to here. Those are so unique. And in, in this generation of Christianity, it's like that's all we want is that. And it's we don't want to hear you won't be harmed. You'll be you won't be harmed. Or or what is it we say to Paul? I'm gonna take when you're old. I'm gonna take you and bind you and take you where was that Peter, Paul? Peter. Peter. And I'll take you where you, you know. Men you don't, will come and take you. That's bind right. You and take you and, and the, that's the Lord speaking, right, to right. them. And it's yeah. like it started with Mary in 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 this story. It starts with Mary and then goes on to Joseph. And I mean the ridicule that Mary must have just suffered in the hands of all her fellow country women scorn. and men and scorn sideways looks the looks and the the gossip and and i mean you're not living in san, downtown san francisco at the time it's, <laughs> it's i'm sure everybody knew mary and yeah. they knew and they need jo- joseph and i think it goes on to say that joseph was just going to quietly yeah. annul or however they did the um break, off the, of break off the engagement break yeah. off the engagement and the lord spoke to him too and talk about his sideway glances can you imagine the um the defending of saying, no, no, actually, it, we didn't have relations. It was the Holy yeah. Spirit visited her, well, the whole which no, they no, know that probably. The whole no room at the end idea, right? It's yeah. not, not so much, oh, the hotel was fully booked as much as there's no room for you oh, at the end. That's probably, right. I never thought about that. Yeah. It might, that might be because of sideway, gla- right. sideway glances yeah. that they couldn't get a hotel room. That's right. To do, yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. That's interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. So the, just the embarrassment and the shame that she had to go through. This little, I think she was 16, wasn't she? She was very young, wasn't she? Know. We don't know the age, but she would have been young yeah, at that she time. Was young. Yeah, And just what she endured, yeah. and then then just ride that wave all the way to the cross, mm-hmm. and seeing your 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 son be crucified like that, and knowing that in her heart that he did nothing, and he is actually holy God, holy God, and son of God, and, mm-hmm. and was blameless. Yeah. She was I an amazing woman. I marvel at the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, she had other sons and daughters. Yes. And Jesus didn't give her to his her, his brothers and sisters wow. he gave her over to john to take care yeah, of that's interesting because john was part of this doing the you know the choosing Lord. this mm-hmm. calling to the apostleship of jesus christ mm-hmm. and history has told us that mary died in ephesus in turkey really with john they wow. died they died in the same town she lived with john and, mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like Whatever history is available out there all leads to she lived with John through her old age after Jesus' crucifixion. Wow. Her husband died young, and she's left. And at Jesus' crucifixion, he's no longer on the scene. But at her death, and where they claim her body is buried, which I don't know who claims that, but it, it, it is in Turkey and Ephesus where John John's body is supposedly buried. Wow. And it's, it's just kind of a fascinating thing um, that... We're really, it's we're, a we're, fascinating you know, thing today, that's right? going on yeah. with uh, this calling and choosing of her and then the rest of her life, what it really is from this moment on. Yeah. How, what, it, what would it have been? Would she, what, why would she, a young girl like her, travel to Ephesus, to Turkey or to Rome, where she was in Rome with John and wow. she was in Rome, followed him through his ministry, taking care of him like a son? Wow. And, and why would she follow what Jesus said on a mm-hmm. cross? You know, it's like... There's so many things spoken in this that change her life from this day forward yeah. for the rest of her days. And this, she, has, she bears this son who is God in the flesh, the Emmanuel, the Almighty, Heavenly Father. 
It's just like, what the heck, man? He's fulfilling of hundreds and hundreds of holy scriptures. And what this day signifies and who she becomes, giving birth to the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the earth, loving him like any other baby, and then watching him pay the penalty. You know, my son wants to go pay the penalty. Don't go to prison, man. Yeah, but my friend couldn't survive prison. I think I could. So I'm going to go serve a sentence for him. I mean, that would drive me crazy. I, I, I don't know what I would do, but I know what Mary did. She let her son, without argument, pay the penalty. In fact, said he must be about it. He, he has to go. He has to, yeah. he has to do what he has to do. Yeah. It was very clearly in history. She was very much like relenting to God's will for her son's life to go pay for the sins of many. Mm-hmm. Which brings us back to kind of what, what the, one of the last questions I had for today, which is this bond slave word, which uh, you know isn't a word really used too much today. So bond slave, bond servant. What what does that? Where was that used in here? Uh, the, the last, last thirty eight said Mary says, uh, behold, "Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done to me." According bond to your slave word. of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. Yeah. Can you? So a bond servant is a bond. It's like any bond. It's almost very similar to a bond today. Okay. So when you go, you know, someone bonds you to get out of jail. Mm -hmm. You have a, say, say you get a $500,000 fine or a Mm -hmm. bail, bail. Yep. They put up 10%, 50%, and you usually pay them 10% of that to get them to put up the 50 and guarantee the 500. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very expensive, and they make lots of money. So you're giving the bondman way, you know, little, mm-hmm. and he's guaranteeing a great deal for you. So what they would do is make a bond with somebody that they would serve them if they would pay off their debt or if they would hire their brother or if they would. There were so many things, so many transactions that would occur, you know, that they would give them a team to plow their fields with if they would make, you know, so with a with a different kind of payoff later, a bond mm-hmm. servant, uh, uh, I give you my life for a payoff. Mm-hmm. And so what they're saying is, I've given my life to the Lord for a payoff. I've given him my bond. I've paid my percentage. I've paid my part in living for him. And he will, in the end, give me something worth way more than I owed. Mm-hmm. And he'll give me something of great value, wow, which is good. eternal life. And so I'm a bond servant to the Lord means... When I signed up with him, I gave my life to him. Hmm. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Right. You know, I, it is, what does he say? Colossians, you have died. Mm-hmm. The, the you that used to be must have died for this to be true. Right. And for you to have reaped the benefits of that bond, that bond pays eternal life. Mm-hmm. And you get that bond just by trading your life in. So it's like, I have a crappy life. I hate everything, and I hate myself, and I go to Jesus, and I make a deal with him. He gives me eternal life, abundant life, and I give him the life I screwed up. But then once he starts cleaning it up, now it looks pretty good. I want it back. And I think that's what a lot of people do. They start to take charge of their own existence again. Mm. They start being the lord of their own life again and the decision maker. When the truth is, a bondservant like her, what she's saying is, this is an agreement between me and God. I will bear his spirit in the body of my son and his son, and we will give birth to a child. And I, you can have my body to do that. Wow. You can use me as a surrogate 
and 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 in the end i will reap the i will be get the payoff of this bond which is eternal life yeah. in her case she got it the, the child she loved and the child she just adored and nurtured turned out to be jesus the christ mm -hmm. god's holy lamb and you know the power of god the salvation of man uh you know the king of kings the lord of lords that's who she bore in her womb but when she's saying this she's just, all she knows is a son's going to come into her body and God's going to overshadow her and she's going to be pregnant. And she said, okay, I'm a bonser. You bought me, you bought me with what you've said and I sell you my soul. I sell you my life Bye -bye. for this blessing. And God uses her and, you know, the rest is history. But that bond servant for you and me is I, I gave him a life that I was screwing up. I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't going to make anything in my life. I had no drive. The drive I had later to be the best I could be, the any, the best carpenter on the on the property, the fastest worker, the hardest worker, those things weren't in me. When I, that that no, that guy was never going to emerge without Jesus. I, the life I gave him was screwed up, messed up, and it was it was on its way. My I was about to overcome the fears that kept me from going all the way into hell, and. Um, I was overcoming them little by little to where I was on the way to hell. And that's what I gave him. I gave him a life I hated. I, I gave him a life of failure. And he gave me a life of abundant life. He gave me a fairy tale marriage to, a, to just, I mean, it's hard to believe, but we know for a fact, the both of us, that we were created for each other. We were in households thousands of miles apart, created to be married to each other. So I don't know everybody's like that, but I know we are. We are bound. And uh, all of this life he gave me, the children, you guys are in my life. I mean, he gave me Jeremiah. <laughs> he belongs to his mom and dad, but, I mean, God could have sent him anywhere. But he gave me Jeremiah to be in my life with me, to bless me with Jeremiah. And he gave Jeremiah me to bless him. You follow me? Yep. It's just that's what a bond servant is. That's wonderful. I give you something, and you give me something greater. Hmm. And I'm bound to you. I'm bound to you to be your slave. Yeah. Right? It's Usually good. the one with more gives, you know, right. God. Yeah. That's really good. I hope that explained that's it. That's really helpful. So, Vicky, based on that, just as we come to a close, and, and, you know, we're talking about Advent, hope coming into the world, what would you, is there anything you want to say to anyone who's listening that's just... Well, yeah, I just, it's, it's, if you're, if you're just not feeling like your life is richly blessed, like Steve said, if you've, if you've given the Lord your, your life and then taken it back, I think it's time to just, in this season, where the world stops to remember a historical thing that happened, to us it's way more than historical, it's, it's literally, it's, it's our life, it's, mm. it's um, when, when I knew the truth set me free. You know, ask Jesus to be your 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 Lord. Ask Him to be your master. Um, you know, the hope of glory. You know, it's just it's so significant, and this time is such an incredible time that everywhere you see, it's just the birth of Jesus. And but it's not just the birth of Jesus; it's the life of Jesus, and then the death of Jesus. And and to know Him personally, you can. And the, He is the hope of your glory. He's the hope of glory. And I just think uh, what Steve said is so significant is that we can give him just a mess. Just we can we can have screwed up our whole life, and he can and you can ask Jesus to to, to begin today to make you into something that is a, of a masterpiece from the master, mm -hmm. and um, 
I know who I was before I met Jesus, and um, and I know who Steve was before I met Jesus, and and it just wasn't anything very spectacular. And I think about and I think about Mary right now. You know, she just has this blip, this blip in in the in the Bible, and she was so significant mm-hmm. to all of us. And uh, it just it's just amazing to me her her compassion and her willingness to just submit to Jesus, to mis- yeah. submit to God. And I think that's really a great example for all of us to submit to God yeah. and follow him and be a bondservant to Christ. I, I don't know, if you do that today, I don't know who you'd be a year from now. I don't think you even recognize yourself. If you just start reading the words of Jesus in context mm-hmm. and say, I'm not going to put that scripture aside. I'm going to, I'm going to, because Jesus said it, I'm going to go ahead and endeavor with every red letter in, in, the, in the new covenant and try to live that without excuse. And when I fall short, I'm going to repent and try to follow Jesus. So that's what I would say. That's wonderful. So we just thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, guys. Yeah, thank you. Let's just, you know, this is the season to, yes, celebrate Christmas. Yes, celebrate family and all those things. But let's not forget it's his, you know, it's about him. He's the, he's the reason for the season. And, celebrate Jesus. You know, where, wherever you are, you can bring light and hope. And That's right. Truth to the world Make around him famous. You. Yeah. And just at Christmas, too, because, I mean, honestly, at Christmas, people are very generous. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the mm-hmm. light, the gift of hope. Can we just do it on, for the 11 months prior to that, too? Why not? Just be generous, <laughs> yeah. right? Because yeah. the generosity yeah. of Americans, I, that's what we know, is unbelievable. The generosity of or- Orville people is unbelievable. Can we just bring it into January, February, March, April, May? Keep going. Yeah. We can change the world, right? Change the world. Yeah. Change your world. Well, thank you for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a great Have week. Have a great week. Bye. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate and review and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.